And we're seeing so many signs in Zechariah chapter 12, uh, pardon me, chapter 13, verse 1. Zechariah chapter 13, verse 1. There's so many things I can't talk about them all today. But uh, I'm encouraging you to stand for the Bible. Out of love, share the grace of God with others. Don't compromise. Don't tell people that what they're doing is okay when it's not. Pray for them. Now, it doesn't have, I have learned it doesn't do me much good just to be in your face with people about the sins in their life. That doesn't work very well. What works is if I love them, tell them I care about them, God loves them, and then when they ask them if I can pray for them, then I ask them, what is it that you would like God to change in your life? If, he, if God could change anything in your life today, what would it be? And let them say what it is that's on their heart. And then pray with them and agree with them in that. How There is power in agreement in prayer that you can bind the things of God here on earth and in people's lives through prayer. And you have it in you to do just that. The power of God is in you. They need your prayers. People need the Lord like never before. Chapter 13, verse 1, he said, In that day. Now, what day is he talking about first? Well, he's talking about the, the day of the last time, the end times. The kingdom of God is about to be set up. The time of the church. We're in that age of the church right now, and I think it's about to draw to a close. I don't know how soon. It could be uh, uh, now. Or it could be 100 years from now. I don't know. God did not want us to know the day or the hour. But one of these days, he's going to look down and he's going to say, Son, go bring your children home. And so it says, In that day there shall be a fountain opened up in the house of David to the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanliness. And it come to pass in that day, saith the Lord of hosts, that I will cut off the names of the idols out of the land. They shall be no more remembered, and I will cause the prophets and the unclean spirits to pass out of the land. And it shall come to pass that when you shall prophesy, Zechariah, then his father and his mother that beget him shall say, Thou shalt not live, for thou speakest lies in the name of the Lord. In other words, right before the Lord comes back, God is going to start a spiritual battle against the demonic forces, the idols and the demons that are harming the people of the land. And people are going to rise up and say, we need to follow Jesus. And even their own family is going to turn against them and say, you're lying and you can't follow the Lord. We're seeing this happen in the streets of America right now in the greatest Christian nation that has ever existed. We're seeing people that hate other people because they love Jesus. Again this week, another statue of Jesus beheaded. Just this week, while I was in Arkansas, someone came to the Christ of the Ozarks in the middle of the night and vandalized. It's really hitting home when you get here and the police are telling you, you better watch it today. Now, guys, 
Zechariah said families are going to turn against each other because those that speak for God are going to be accused of speaking lies. It's the devil. It's his demons. It is the rise of the hate of Jesus Christ. We call it the spirit of Antichrist. Today when you go home from this church, I want you to say these words. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's what the Bible says, right? And if you want comfort and peace, speak that to yourself. We want everything to be right for our kids. We want everything to be right for our loved ones and our friends. But it's not going to be that way. We've got to worry about ourselves and share the love with others. But when someone comes to me and says, now this sin is okay, that sin is okay, that sin is okay, I'll say, well, the Bible says differently. But God loves you anyway, and he'll deliver you from that if you'll follow him. Whosoever... God never told anybody no. Jesus never told anybody no that came to him. Now the rich young ruler came to him, but he wasn't there to repent. He was only there to ask questions. And Jesus answered his questions, and he didn't like the answer, and so he left. But I know for a fact that if, Jesus, that if he had repented and turned to Jesus that day, if he had said those words we sang, I choose the Lord, Jesus would have said, welcome to the family. Sometimes our human nature wants us to get everything straight in our lives before we follow the Lord. That's a trick our mind plays on us. You're never going to get everything straight in your life. Follow the Lord anyway. Those things that you're doing or saying or participating in in your life, and you know God doesn't like it, pray today that God would help you. Jesus set that example when he prayed the Lord's Prayer. Does anybody remember what his disciples were asking him before he said the Lord's Prayer? What did they ask him? Yes, teach us how to pray. Yeah, that's a great example. Lord, teach me how to pray. Lord, show me what I need to pray for. Have you ever done that? God, you feel something and you can't really quite put your finger on it. And you know that your spirit is stirred up because you got something that's really in turmoil. But you don't even know what it is. Maybe it's anxiety or whatever. And you say, God, can you show me what to pray for? Can you teach me how to pray for this? He'll do it. All of a sudden you'll start realizing what it is that God wants you to pray for. And you start praying about it, and you turn it over to the Lord. Even little kids, even the littlest child can say, Lord, forgive me. Help me do what's right. And he told his disciples, pray like this. Our Father... Which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Sing it with me. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory Forgive us, lead us not into temptation, deliver us from evil. It is your kingdom that's coming to the world. We pray that you would cast out the unclean spirits. We pray, O oh God, that you would show us the wounds in your hands. Lord, we pray that you would testify to the world a witness that they cannot deny. I will bring the third part through the fire. It says in verse 9, I will refine them as silver. I will try them as gold. They shall call on my name. I will hear them. I will say, it is my people. The Lord is my God. If you would give your life to Jesus Christ today and choose the Lord, you would never regret it. And if you've already done that, and there's something heavy on your heart today, that's what this altar is for. Answered prayers. If you're here this morning and God has heard and answered a prayer for you that you'll never forget, and you know it was God, would you just say amen? The witness of answered prayers. Zechariah said this will happen right before the return of the Lord to set up his kingdom. I would pray to you or pray to God today for you that he sets an angel over your house. <clears throat> I would pray to God for you today that he fills you with his Holy Spirit like never before. Where you can stand tall and say, I turn this over to Jesus. He is in control of this for me. And you can have peace in your heart that passes all understanding. In Jesus' name. Would you stand with me?